Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hi, Bob. How are you? Hey, Trista Southern you know, I'm so glad we're talking about this today because I intentionally have been avoiding your calls, your texts, <laughs> and your emails, uh, saving my venom for this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, you looked beautiful at the wedding, oh, as, oh, as did Ryan, you. Max, thank and Blakesley all looked gorgeous. And, um, Thanks. But I felt like your outfits were missing something. Um, uh, it, you know, in the jewels that you were all wearing, they were missing my reflection because I wasn't oh. <laughs> there. I thought you were going to say, um, nice shoes for Ryan and Max because everyone, not everyone, actually, a lot of people love that they both wore Converse, but it's been a thing for Ryan it. since, um, the Mesnick wedding. Um, yeah. I think that Ryan actually forgot his nice shoes at that wedding and he ended up wearing his Converse and he got so many compliments that he was like, you know what? This is now my thing. Like I'm always sure. going to wear Converse with, um, no, no, actually it was, he had just done like a marathon or triathlon or something, Ironman, something crazy. And his feet were killing him. So he yeah. ended up wearing Converse instead and the rest is history. So I'm like, you know what, people, you you have 
nothing better to do <laughs> than complain about Ryan Sutter and Max Sutter wearing Converse at a televised wedding. Then I you saw need to that. find something better to do. I yeah. saw somebody uh, chirping about that. I think I let him have it, actually. I was like, I think they look great. You know, I mean, thank you. First of all, I thought it was cool. I, I loved the fact that the kids were there with you. But secondly, I, I really loved that, that Max and Ryan did it together. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, from my perspective, you know, when you're a dad, things are, are so different. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I, I hope I hope my kids want to have matching shoes with me someday. You know, <laughs> like I thought that was really sweet. It made me all yeah. like giggly. But I thought yeah. you guys looked absolutely beautiful. And, um, and uh, you know, I definitely, you know, we had talked about it. I knew you guys were going to the wedding and I knew I wasn't. And, uh, you know, there was that. <laughs> There was that part because I was like, should I get the chicken or the fish? And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll get the pasta because I'm not going. And there's no reason for me to watch my carbon cake because I don't need to look good. But you guys look great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was really fun. Actually, it was supposed to be just Ryan and I. And um, I asked, could the kids actually come with us? Because we had gone to the after the final rose um, mm -hmm. for Golden and I had gone to Golden to do the pickleball date and we were going on all these little trips and my daughter, especially Blakesley loves to travel. Like it doesn't yeah. matter where, just get us on a plane and she's a happy girl. So um, I was like, they are going to kill me. If we go to this wedding without them, she especially is just going to be like, what? You're going to another thing without me? So <clears throat> I asked if they could come and they were so awesome to say, yes, of course, they are more than welcome to come to the wedding. When was that that you asked? When was that? Because I'm, I'm wondering if it was when they called me and said that I wasn't <laughs> invited anymore. <laughs> They're like, you know what, Bob? We all booked. Um, your table, because uh, when they originally called me, they're like, you're sitting with Tristan and Ryan. We wanted to make sure we have like the all-star OG table. And I'm like, oh, sweet. And then they're like, oh, gosh, Bob, we overbooked. Stop um, it. Stop so trying sorry. to blame me. It's not my fault. We had to trim the fat somewhere. I'm like, oh, I'm the fat guy yeah. again. Oh, is that a fat joke? Yeah. We're doing this again, a fat joke. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm, so, I'm just teasing. I thought it was actually, you know what? I, I, got, I got to tell you. So one of the things that um, I was excited about seeing the whole family there because you know, I feel like one of the turning points for this franchise was the Golden Bachelor because, um, you know, we've, we've all seen the show, right, uh, a gazillion times. And it was so nice to see it take this turn with yeah. a more mature lead. And, and you and I have talked about this a lot, but my favorite part <laughs> of the Golden Bachelor was the fact that the casting wasn't stunt casting. It was yeah. legitimately great casting and age appropriate casting. I really loved that part of it. And we got to meet so many of the, of the women from the, sh the season. And, um, and man, I just, I loved, I loved them all. And I loved that your whole family was there because this show is what, you know, gave rise to your family. And I think it was really emblematic of, of all four of you being there. I think, I think it, to me, it was exactly what that wedding needs or not Aww. it didn't need but i you know what i'm saying like i feel yeah. like the, the show is is really kind of all wrapped up in that like you guys being there as a family kind of celebrating you know uh jerry and Tree. i don't know i just to me it meant a lot i, I like seeing you guys there with gary and Teresa and, and the whole thing so it, it meant yeah, a lot to me i felt like i was i was there in spirit That's yes you were of course and, and i wouldn't have been able to go anyway because i had to do my hair that night and i was busy you know <laughs> 
no, to be able to share it with the kids, like, um, it was really special, you know, like they've never really gotten to do any of the events with us. They obviously know our story and they know yeah. they, you know, will even get asked to be in pictures with us, um, you know, for, for the last, I don't know, five, 10 years. But, um, but to be able to be there and actually share it with them and like Blakesley especially loves um, meeting everybody. Like, she had so much fun. We stood at the bar for a really long time with Caitlin and Joey and had the best conversation. Joey was giving her advice like it was the cutest thing ever. And then <laughs> Rachel Recchia just Blakesley adores her. She was um, the sweetest. Same thing with Christina Mandrell with Blakesley, like pulling her onto the dance floor and dancing with her. Um Meanwhile, as I'm sure you could guess, Ryan and Max were just sitting at the table <laughs> watching us do our thing on the dance floor, which oh, it was it was hysterical. Like if you saw us at the reception, it was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly where I would have guessed. Ryan would be with Max. Yep. And that's exactly yep. where I would have guessed Tristan Blake's it would have been. So, um no, it was fun. It was really fun. I, I always love when we're at events, when we're at events together and. And Ryan will be like, you know, and, and I'll say to Ryan, I'm like, buddy, I love that. You know, I might not have seen him for like five years. I'm like, I haven't seen you in so long. He's like, nothing's changed. I'm so glad that you and Trista can go do that and I'll be over here. <laughs> exactly. That's him. And you know what? He loves it. He actually uh, he, yeah. loves, like he gets joy out of watching me get to do my thing. Like, exactly. Like be out on the dance floor and cut a rug and just have yeah. so much fun singing songs and just living, you know, my best life. Um, he just, That's who he, he fell in love that. with, that that spirit that you carry and, and you love, like, I mean, in Canyon's, uh, you know, I, I found my mate and she's the same way. Like Canyon is the same way. Yes. Canyon would be sitting right there with Ryan, totally. you know, having a great conversation and being very comfortable in silence at times too. And it's, it, you know, I mean, uh, we'll, uh, I go to the Derby every year, as you know, and I'll walk the red carpet and I used to make Jessica walk the red carpet with yeah. me, like, please, you know, please. And now we're at the point, you know, 10 years in, I'll be like, uh, I, it really means a lot to me. And, you know, now, now we'll walk the red carpet and I'll be like, see you on the other side. Yeah. You know? totally. yeah. <laughs> She'll be like, like I love you. Have fun. Thing. Yes. Like me and you are walking the red carpet together and Max and well, Ryan was like, okay, peace out. Yeah. I'll see you on the yeah. other side. I'm going to watch a hockey game on my phone. Canyon didn't even come. <laughs> she stayed home. She went to dinner and then went home. Right. It's like, exactly. what's going on? Where are our people? Where are our people? I know. So funny. Um, oh, man. Yes, it was a really, really fun wedding. I am really happy for Gary and Teresa and um, and Brayden and Christina. I Like I said, or I guess we're going to do this before. So they, uh, they got engaged on the show and there was all this controversy surrounding them um, about proposing to someone, but it's in the headlines now. And maybe we should just get into the headlines. Sure. Um, that Brayden actually talked to Gary and Teresa before and he kind did. of asked them for their, um, you know, their, uh, what's the word? Blessing. Um, their blessing. Their blessing. That's the yeah. word. Um, so I think that's so sweet that he reached out and said, even though this is a television event, 
still your wedding and I want to make sure that this is okay. So I thought that was very sweet and very mature. Well, and let's be honest, kind of off brand for who we've gotten to know this guy to be, right? I mean, he isn't he kind of been like a little bit of a, a, a troublemaker? He you know was what I mean? like, on, um, on The Bachelorette. On his Bachelorette season. When he was on Bachelor in Paradise, he totally flipped the script. And I feel like he had redemption. Yeah. Uh, at yeah. least that, that yeah, he was did. my You're right. That was my take um, from Bachelor in Paradise. So, um, and when I met him, he was incredibly sweet and, you know, kind and mature. And, um, but like, you know, people were bringing up, um, and I actually had this conversation with Ben in a podcast that we did after the wedding about how I think Jess wrote him and said, why is someone else getting married at another, at another person's wedding? And I, I just, I guess I never really had that. Um, I, I, I didn't take that away. I just thought yeah. this is love. And now that I know that Braden reached out to them and had a conversation and they gave him their blessing, I think even more, like more power to him, you know, if that's, if that's yeah. how you want to propose and share it with the world, especially because that's how people met you, then go for it, you know? Well, and you know, <laughs> It's not a standard wedding, right? Like I, no. I guess I could get it. Like it's almost like you know, don't wear white to a wedding, right? And like yeah. people have that kind of mindset. Right. It's like this isn't a a standard, you know, um, you know, wedding in you know uh, at a banquet hall in you know wherever. This is a yeah. televised wedding where everyone yeah. that's there, or not everyone that's there, but a lot of people that are there are are noteworthy characters from a television show, and um, you know, so it's not it's not completely out of the realm of possibilities that something sensational will happen. I yeah. mean, it is still a television show right at the end of the day that, it, that is still something that's televised. And I think that the fact that he kind of treated it, you know, I, I mean, I would imagine if he did that, that, he also asked, you know, her family for their permission, you know, to oh, ask I'm her sure. to marry him as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and then for him to go to that length to ask Gary and Teresa, is it okay if I do this at your wedding? I think that's sweet. I think yeah. It's actually a nice thing. And yeah. uh, you know, man, it's like, it's like you just made a big, bigger, you know what I mean? So I think it's yeah. pretty awesome. And actually I do have to say this was before the wedding. So it was like a little cocktail party before the wedding. Gary and Teresa hadn't yeah. even entered the picture yet. Obviously the right. event was about them and their love story, but they they were none the wiser. They were probably in their rooms, you know, finishing touches, getting ready, spending it with family. Um sure. and and they they weren't part of it. So it yeah. wasn't really like part of their wedding. Like I know a lot of people don't have a cocktail party prior to their wedding. You like, right, you know, get right. there when the wedding's supposed to happen. Um but it was part of this cocktail party that was just to allow for the show to, you know, introduce everybody who would who yeah. would be there, including the family members and all, and all of that. So, um, yeah, 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 I really uh, I really don't think the drama surrounding it was was all that. But hey, that's just yeah. me. I love love. <laughs> what keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got another headline that I love, and I love yeah. a couple too, and I know you do too. Kaylin and Dean Bell moving into their new crib. Yes, in Colorado. Yep, I'm telling you, man. I mean, it's, I love it. So we, uh, when we were all together at the iHeart event, we got to talk a lot about their new house and, you know, they're telling us all sorts of different things about it, which I thought sounded amazing. And uh, man, the the pictures, I mean, the descriptions didn't do it justice. The pictures are absolutely beautiful. I mean, they really did a great job. They did. I I am so excited for them. I wish we were closer because they are one of my like favorite couples that like Ryan and I actually both vibe with like Ryan. Great conversation with Dean at iHeart. They're very similar in terms of like their adventurous nature and both mountain men, you know, they really are are total mountain men. I mean, that is exactly who they are. And I'm, I'm just so excited for them. I just wish they were closer, but I'm sure they'll be in Denver and we'll be um, that way. They've extended an invite to come and visit at some point, which I definitely would love to do. I mean, we're city people now, which is crazy to me, um, but we miss the mountains. So any chance to get to the mountains, I'm all about and just love them. But it, it looks like, and it sounds like they have so much space, like so much um acreage seems like lots of land and uh actually really funny side note um acreage the word always you know you always laugh about um fat jokes i don't know if i've shared this yet but we were sitting um we were sitting on the couch we were watching yellowstone a while ago this was years ago maybe a couple years ago and ryan has this tendency to like repeat um, if someone says something, he'll like repeat it and say, you are this or you are that or right, whatever. Right. Like you're a, you're a this. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, um, that's a lot of acreage or someone on the show said, that's a lot of acreage. And he turns to me and he goes, you're a lot of acreage. And I was like, <laughs> is that a fat joke? <laughs> Excuse me? Did I just hear you right? You just called me a lot of acreage? <laughs> oh my God, that's so anyway, good. So, yeah. I, um, it just to which my immediate response would have been, is that a fat joke? Is that a fat joke? I think I actually said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I've stayed in your lives all these years. To this day, I still give them crap about it. But anyway, yeah. yes, they have a lot of acreage and um, I'm just so, so happy for for them and you know the progression of their of their love story i they are one of my favorites they're such a lovely couple they are both such gentle people like i don't really know how else to say it like they're just really gentle and kind people you know yeah um and i've gotten to know them over the years and i and i really i really genuinely like them a lot and um you know my wife does too like canyon we will come away from these events and you know canyon as you know obviously wasn't ever a part of bachelor nation so she slowly over the years has gotten to know people and she's not a huge outgoing personality so she is a slow burn you know and she always kind of hangs back and you know and so you know she'll come away from these things and be like oh my god i love her and oh my god i love her you know and so she's always i love i love her take on things 
because I just love everybody, you know? So it's like yeah. to get her take on things is always pretty <laughs> yeah. cool too. In fact, yeah. I, I wanted to tell you, so it's kind of interesting. I'm not, I'm not, and I, this is more uh, something I need to talk to Ryan about, not necessarily for our show, but um, one of my really good friends is a guy I met years ago at the Peabody Hotel in Memphis when I was, oddly enough, I was opening for Matchbox 20 at this rooftop thing and pretty cool, you know, night and everything. Yeah. And we met randomly. And then now 20 years later, I, I do some work with him, some consulting work with him. Amazing. Well, anyway, I, it's crazy. So the other day we we're having lunch, just hanging out. And I said something to him and he goes, uh, he goes, Hey, do you, do you and Trista do a podcast together? I said, yeah. Oh. And he goes, uh, I can't believe it. My wife loves it. She listens all the time. She like, Aww. she looks for the OGs. And I said, Oh, that's so nice. And he goes, you know, um, I would always go out to, uh, to Colorado with some buddies of mine on this ski trip and I, and we would get a place and it was right near the firehouse and I would talk to Ryan all the time Aww, and he's like, and, cool. and he goes, and I'd always bring you up cause you're from Michigan oh, and I'm from Michigan. And he's like, and I'd be like, yeah, I met Bob at the Memphis Peabody hotel one time. And he's like, Oh, Bob's my guy. <laughs> and it was just so Aww. funny, you know, like the small world connection. I'm like, I'm going to tell Tristan that on our show. Freaking world. It is yeah, such a crazy. small world. Seriously. It is. Yeah. Um, uh, so small world and um, going from Colorado couple to another Colorado couple yes. in the lines. Sarah Heron is pregnant again. I am so oh, happy with I'm so her. Excited. I'm so, so excited. I'm so happy for, for her. her. She, um, you talk about a lovely person who went through it, right? I mean, I oh my know. Goodness. I mean, they lost their son um, right after he was born. And I just can't. I literally can't imagine. Um I, my heart just was broken for yeah. them. I actually, funny side note, I took the first picture of them, the first picture of them together. It was yeah. at um, a, an event for her charity organization and he was a photographer and love seeing them together. And I'm just so happy for them now with continuing to pursue IVF and, um, and it actually took this time and they are expecting twins. So oh my God, I'm really, so excited. really excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying prayers for, you know, a, a successful and happy birth and pregnancy. And she's a very sweet person and man, it's, it, there's nothing harder than to watch someone struggle with fertility and fertility yeah. issues. And, and especially when you know how wonderful of a parent they're going to be. And it's like, yeah. she's just going to be such a great mom. And I don't know her husband, um, but I, I've heard great things about him too. And, you know, so I just, I'm so excited for them and I can't wait, you know, for the great news. It's like, you know, there's certain people I, I've only met a few times, you know, like, it's not like I know her. It's yeah. like, I, you know, but the, the few times I've met her, I've been like, God, I love her, man. She's awesome. I feel like I know her, you know, like yeah. it's one of those things. Yeah. And I think we all have that experience from, our show and like you know i think i think you and i've talked about before like our little fraternity or a little sorority of people that we've you know somehow rubbed elbows with over the 20 some years that you and i have been around this franchise but yeah we might not know these people but in some weird way we kind of are connected and feel like we know them and oh uh, for with sure her, yeah. you know with her i definitely have I've, I've, I've hung out with her we've had dinner whatever it might be and um and i feel really happy for her and and for her husband and i'm so excited for them and another yeah. person who i feel like that Claire Crawley. Claire, oh Claire my Crawley, gosh, I'm so who, happy God, Talk about somebody who's been through it, man. You talk about somebody who's yeah. been through the ringer, you know? I remember a night, and this is years and years and years ago, I was still living in LA 
And um, I don't know what was going on, but Sarah Heron was there too. And Claire was there. She hadn't even been the bachelorette yet. Yeah. And I remember she was in town and we were out like club hopping or something. And okay. um, I was living there. So I kind of knew a bunch of people. So we would just walk to the front of the line. I'd be like rolling in with a troop of people. And, um, <laughs> and it was just super fun, you know, and, and I remember thinking she was just so awesome and I loved her. And, and then when she went on the bachelorette and I just, I loved how she kind of had her own thing going and she was just, you know, putting it out there. She wasn't afraid and, you know, was, it was going to do her own thing. And, um, you know, left the show early because she found this guy and she's like, this is my dude and I'm not messing around. And, you know, it's like things that, I mean, we couldn't have done back in the day, right? Yeah. We, even if I know for a fact, you knew Ryan was your guy at one. And I, I know that you, you know, you had that feeling, but we wouldn't even have thought we could have acted on it if we knew that at the time. We're like, oh, we got to go through this process. And, you know, yeah, no. and it just the show, the, the show had morphed into such a thing now where you're like, I'm doing this. You know? But um, unfortunately, it didn't work out for her, you know, and it was yeah. just, you know, a bummer after another bummer. And then now for her to find, you know, just this happiness and, and oh, my God, and now the, her baby girl and oh, just so happy for her. I know it. I know it. It definitely makes me so happy when um a friend can find that kind of joy and happiness in life. Like she's just wanted it for so long, it seems. And, yeah. oh, I, I was anxiously watching, watching the stories just to see her stories on Instagram, just to see, you know, make sure that everything was okay. And the baby was yeah. healthy and she just seems like on, Cloud nine. I always felt like she reached out to you a lot before she was the bachelorette, like, because she was going to be the oldest bachelorette at the time. And it was like, she was a little nervous about all of it. And I don't know why I felt like she told me you she had talked me to you. You know me in my memory. I don't, um, <laughs> I, I don't remember, but um, yes, I've always felt connected to her. I feel like from when she was on Juan Pablo season, I feel like yeah. we connected back then. Um and hung out at Jaden Tanner's wedding, which was also the like 20th anniversary or something like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I love her. And honestly, any woman who shares the sentiment of wanting to be a mom who um, has struggled or had any kind of struggle, I really relate to that because that was me. I, I yeah. wanted to be a mom so badly that was just my entire goal in life and um, struggled with it for two years. So knowing, um, you know, the struggles that she had experienced and, um, and now finding that, like, I guess, dream come true. I'm just, I'm just thrilled for her. So, um, and then another baby, we've got multiple babies, um, Jesse Palmer, which was so funny at the ceremony. So, um, I found out from a source that um, that Wells was actually rehearsing to step in for Jesse um, if Jesse had to leave. So his wife was basically like, I think I'm in labor, but he was I think he was already in California. And so they were like, like prepared for the baby oh to God. come and Jesse to have to leave. So I think that. 
Wells was <laughs> rehearsing and then, or maybe Jesse was there with his wife. And then when he got the go ahead to like come to California and do it. And I think they had a plane on standby <laughs> ready wow. to fly him to Miami in case she went into labor. Um, and he alluded to that on the live show. He was like, uh, you know, I'm waiting for the text from my wife yeah. just in case, just in case things happen before I'm done with this wedding, I will be, Heading out, um, but so I'm so happy for them. Happy for them too, yeah. I love all these babies. I, it just I makes know, me happy. Man. I love it too. I think because I was like a dad, you know, I didn't become a dad until later in life, and it's like I almost missed out on that. And it's like now yeah. when I see people having kids, I'm like, oh, you're gonna be so, oh, you're gonna be so excited, you're gonna be so happy. Trust me, this is gonna be the greatest thing you've ever done in your life. I, yeah. you know, because in my mind, I think I had resigned myself to the fact I. Maybe I'm not going to have a family, you know, maybe I'm yeah. not going to have kids or whatever. And, um, and so now when I see people, I re it just brings me back to the joy that I had in my heart and how I felt in, in those moments and how I feel every day. And, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, good for you. You know, like, here we go, you know? Yeah. So, and yeah. also kind of makes me a little jealous. Like, I wish I could do it again. I yeah. wish I could be, even though pregnancy did not agree with me. Um, I wish I could be pregnant again, have that excitement of going to the hospital and getting ready to meet them and watching them, you know, grow from this teeny tiny little nugget, you know, oh, um, so I, I, it makes me a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. Um, all these babies, I wish I could, I wish I could do it again. I do. <laughs> well, you've been a great mom to the two that you do have. So you oh. should. Definitely celebrating that. They are lucky to have you, Trista Thank Sutter, you. Nay Ren. Oy vey, the Nay. The Nay. Oy vey, the Nay. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. 
It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. You know, we've, we've talked about all the good stuff and, and with all the good stuff, of course, you know, there's, there's going to be some stuff that isn't so great. Um, yeah. And some unfortunate news uh, in Bachelor Nation, of course, uh, Rachel Lindsay and uh, Brian Absalo. You know, it's odd. I, I don't know either of them personally. Um, and, uh, but oddly enough, I, I have a, a friend in common with, with Brian, with Do- Dr. Abs, as uh, yep. he was called for a little bit. And um, it's a it's a buddy of mine from Iowa, and I'll never forget it. Uh, he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, my friend is my really good buddy. He's my chiropractor. He's going to be on this season of The Bachelorette. Oh, he's the greatest guy. You would love him." And uh, and so I always felt like I kind of had a kinship with him, you know. And um, yeah. you know, went through the show and everything. And and so I just I, my heart goes out to them as a couple. Um, you know, obviously uh, I I was divorced, uh, you know, post Bachelor and. Um, in the, in the limelight, uh, my ex-wife was an actress. She wasn't on the show, but you know, it's really difficult to go through something like that, um, in the public eye, whether you signed up for it or not. And one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone like complains to a a guy they hardly know about their spouse. You know what I mean? It just drives me absolutely bananas. 
Yeah. And I'll always say to them, I'll say, you know, hey, look, I'll, I'll tell you the God's honest truth. Like getting divorced, even if you want it, sucks. Like it really does. And right. it hurts no matter whether you want it or not. And so or whether you think you want it or not. So my heart goes out to, the, to, to Brian and Rachel because obviously one of them or both of them wanted it and now they're going through it and it's it's gonna it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better so you know yeah. i think at the end of the day i i just i feel for them you know it can't it's not easy yeah. in the spotlight especially and it's it's not easy when you're not in the spotlight so either way yeah. they're they're going through it i mean the last i had heard you know uh, the last i and i know they were very private but the last i had heard they were talking about expanding their family and no longer being a long distance couple and all that kind of stuff and so i was kind of you know, uh, optimistic about what was going to happen next. And, yeah. you know, then the other shoe dropped. So, I mean, you, you may know more. I, I, I don't, but. I don't, I haven't talked to Rachel. Actually, I need to reach out to her. I, um, just for that reason, I know, I know divorce is, is hard. I have a lot of friends going through it or have been through it. And, um, you know, I, I'm the, I'm a child of divorce, so I know how hard it is. Um, yeah. So I need to reach out just as my friend and just say I'm thinking of you. But um, so I've been a I've been a bad friend, a very bad friend. Um, so Rachel, I hope you can um, can forgive me for being a bad friend. But um, it's it's not because there's a, a side for me. Like right. she, she is my friend. I don't know Brian, um, and I hate the whole blame game when anyone breaks up. It doesn't matter if it's a divorce or, you know, like, like Caitlin and Jason or Ashley and JP or who, whatever, whoever's breaking up in bachelor nation. There's always like people searching for who, who did, who cheated and who did something wrong. Or can it just be that it wasn't meant to be a a lifelong relationship, you know? Yep. I always, I always say that whenever I hear about people breaking up, I'm always like, well, there's three sides to every story. There's her side, his side, and the truth, right? Because yeah. every, everyone's got their own spin and their own feeling on things. And that can kind of sometimes cloud your judgment. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, the the ultimate thing is it just didn't work. And so what a right. bummer and it's sad. And But now it's a new beginning. And hopefully, you know, thankfully they, they didn't have children and, and, you know, and have that kind of, you know, uh, unfortunate circumstance for the child so now that they, now they yeah. have an opportunity to move on and, and and get started fresh and hopefully find the right person for each each, each other so yeah. you know that'll be a good thing yeah i did hear her so. say that um in an interview um or it was reported about and i could so i could be getting this wrong because it was reported about her speaking up in an interviewer on her podcast saying, you know, they were basically living separate lives. He was working yeah. his basic nine to five, you know, as a chiropractor. And um, she was working, I think, nights, essentially, like doing, um, you know, events and and things for her correspondent work um, yeah. and hosting stuff. So it, that's just hard, you know, like how, how, how do you keep a marriage going when you don't see each other? Right. That's really hard. I I don't know anybody who could. Um, So and that's kind of like also like the Dancing with the Stars thing. Anytime, anytime someone from the show goes on Dancing with the Stars, I'm like, no, because you're going to be gone all the time. You are never going to see the person that you just chose to be with. I think the same thing. I always know like, uh oh, here we go. Here we go. I will say at the wedding, I talked to Charity about um, 
about the Dancing with the Stars thing. And I told her because I we Ben and I interviewed her for um, for the podcast. And um, I said, I was worried about you. I was worried about you and Dutton because you went on the show right afterwards. And it always worries me, my little babies, um, that, you know, you're not going to be able to um, <laughs> be successful. And they're so happy right now. And he is amazing. I love him. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy super that cool. they, they got through the, you know, the rigmarole or the the, the gauntlet. The, the gauntlet, the yeah. Dancing with the Stars gauntlet. Yeah, I'm really, I'm happy for them that they were able to do that and, and sad for Rachel and Brian that they couldn't work things out. So, yeah, well, Bummer. it's unfortunate. I mean, it really is. But, you know, there's there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. And, and you know, um, thankfully, we had more happy stories to report in our yes! today than, than sad ones. So congratulations to everyone for all the babies and all the good news there. And yes. like you said, we're so sorry for Rachel and for Brian, but hopefully they have, uh, they have a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, so to speak, with the moving on in their lives. And there's a lot of happiness in store for them too. So yeah. anyway... That's what awesome. we have today in our headlines for Almost Famous. Not just the OGs, but Almost Famous, Almost Famous, Almost Famous. Almost, almost Famous, Almost Famous. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that Ashley's in Disney at Disney right now, which I know that you, I think you've done Disney. Yeah, you've done Disney with your kids yeah. a lot. Uh, actually yes. a lot well, because done, you know Disney's great great grandson or whatever. Yes. I do, I do. I've only done it with Grayson. We haven't done it with Blakers yet. but uh, Really? Blake, yeah, but Blake is in love with the, with Frozen. I mean, the movie Frozen. Like it is. <laughs> oh my god! It. He'll walk around like he'll just be let it go. No, he doesn't. Go, okay. Oh, oh please, yeah. you yeah. have to be getting video of all that. You have. We to do. Be. We do. He oh, um, he's gosh, in love yeah. with Elsa, and he loves Olaf, and uh, and Grayson will be like, "Daddy, he wants to watch Frozen again." I'm like, "Okay, thanks, buddy." <laughs> you know, Grayson's you know my translator. Did? When we st when we needed to start changing things up because it was constant, always on in the car, like constantly on repeat. We yeah. changed it so you can choose to watch it in different languages. Oh, <laughs> so I like that. <laughs> so now Let that he knows vamos. all the words, probably he can actually <laughs> learn another language because he'll learn. <laughs> this could be helpful. This could be very helpful. Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Disney version of Rosetta Stone. Disney's Rosetta um, Stone to the tune of Frozen. I like it. <laughs> we can use all the help we can get. No, you know, it's so funny because Grayson is like our translator. He'll come over and he'll be like, Daddy, Blake wants milk. And he'll be like, Machi. I'm like, oh, that's what milk, that's what milk is. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> if it weren't for Grayson, man, the poor kid would starve to death. I'm telling you. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I hope that Ashley is having a really fun trip to Disney. I uh, the memories from Disney uh, vacations are just the best. Um, ben is in Florida having the time of his life too, playing golf. Yes. Of course, um, which I know he loves. I think Wells is out there too. Probably Chris Harrison. I don't know. All the golfers. They're all out there. They're all out there. Everyone <laughs> except me. Once again, not invited. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Because I am invited next week, which I'm very, very excited about. What's next so week? Because I'm, I'm not invited. So there you go. Oh, what? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what I, you're uh, talking about. Yeah. I'll be in Florida next week. I'm going to Florida actually for a work-related thing for a week. So oh, that'll be nice. I thought you meant it was like an iHeart thing. Um, got no, it. No, not next week. The week after I have a golf event. So I'll be, I'll be golfing in two weeks. So okay. Nice. Well, that's good. 
See, yeah. you're not, you don't get um, not invited to everything. Right. I don't get shunned from every public event. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. I mean, I love golf, but I am not, uh, I'm not nearly as good as like Wells and Ben or Chris, yeah. like Chris is a stick. So it's like when those things come up and I'm like, oh my God, I want to do it so bad. Part of me is like, I really want to be there. But the other part of me is like, do I? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> right. I really want to be, you know, seeing my name up on a big board like that with my scores. Totally. No, yeah. I do not. You just want to go hang. It was like at the wedding, all the boys, um, except Ryan, because he hates golf, um, went and played golf the day of the wedding just to, you know, go have fun. And it was Palm Springs. So um, sure. they Love all got it. their golf on. But I think they also all got their drink on. I would not be surprised by that. They, they usually uh, yeah, go hand in hand, those two activities. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, happen, I happen to be really good at the second activity there and not so good at the first one. So, you know. <laughs> yep. I get it. Awesome. Okay. Always well, great everybody, thanks with you. for listening. Um, thanks yes. for Ashley and Ben allowing us to um, invade your space and take over while you're gone. Um, yes. And uh, until next time, I've been Trista. And I've been Bob. Have a great time, everybody. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.